0: And you lead the team in tackles. I believe you're well over 50 at this point on the season. What's kind of been the key to you racking up that many tackles? Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, I'd say the key for me is just. I mean, we have a great scheme. Our our defensive coaches are are great, and our D line uh, they chew up all the blocks, so it's pretty easy for me to come free. But the biggest thing for me was just getting getting big and durable. So I've taken a lot of hits this year that I feel like last year I probably would have gotten out or gotten injured, but. Getting putting weight on and getting strong and being durable is something that really helped me get on the field and then I always knew once I was on the field I, I had the ability to do it, but it was just putting in the work in the off season and then obviously um, the other players make it happen for me, so I've seen you playing a lot on the edge in recent games. You and Peyton seem to come up and kind of help set the edge there. Is that kind of a scheme adjustment or is that something you guys had in the books just all season long, just you're finally deploying it? Absolutely. Yeah, so that's something that kind of we've always had. It all depends on what the offense is running. So uh, depends if we got a three man front or a four man front you're gonna want edge presence So me and Peyton will will creep up there and then whether it's you know Chaz or max back there Just scraping uh, back there and, and making tackles, but that's something we always had but it week to week It'll change up depending on the offensive scheme
1: Okay, we got a question from Jay Drew and then uh, Sean Walker Hey Ben, uh, obviously you guys are going a long time for your first buy Which is, I think, in mid-November. Do you feel like the team is worn down and could really use a buy, or are you guys, you know, typical 22-year-old guys that could
0: run forever? (laughs) I appreciate that, Jay. Um, Yeah, I'll be honest. It's uh, it's been a lot, you know, tons of weeks without a buy. I'm excited for a buy, but it just comes down to after after the game. Kalani talked to us just about buying in, being dialed, getting your eight hours of sleep, getting your meals in your calories, obviously lifting. And if you do that stuff consistently and you're pretty dedicated to that, I mean, you can, you can make it by without a bye week. But I think we're all looking forward to November 13th. We love football, obviously, but it'll be good to let the bodies rest up.
1: Thanks, Ben.
0: Hey, go ahead, Sean.
1: Yeah, Ben, just filling off. Uh, a little bit you you talked about kind of playing on the edge and setting the edge and you you kind of seem like a little little bit of a natural there obviously from your previous position so a couple of weeks into allegedly moving more into the middle of the park are you feeling a little bit more comfortable out there or did it kind of take some time to be like oh I'm I'm not always the guy on the edge like I gotta cover the middle of the field now
0: yeah definitely I so I started at, at Rover at the beginning of the year and I last year I played Rover so Rover what that means is that's your boundary linebacker You're playing the short end of the field and I played outside linebacker in high school as well So I obviously feel comfortable out there and then when Keenan went down moving to the middle was something that Was a little bit unnatural for me, but I was more than willing to jump in and I had practiced the mic Throughout fall camp and all offseason. I'd studied it so I knew what and once you kind of know one position you can kind of jump around and play all of them, but I, I do like being on the edge. Obviously, in the middle, you can kind of you can play. It doesn't matter what side they run to; you're always going to be in the action. But playing the edge, holding the edge, is something that I feel natural of, uh, doing. So, I did. I, I enjoyed playing rover um, this this past game against Baylor. <coughs> uh, question for Mitch Harper. Uh, ben, you, you mentioned. Uh you know, when Keenan went down, it caused some some unnatural setups for you guys on the field. He was Keenan was also a, a kind of a leader uh, as a captain of the team. Who's maybe stepped up, whether you or someone other guys on the defense that have kind of risen uh, up as leaders and, and and kind of the vocal guys on, on this defense this year. Yeah, thank you, Mitch. There's uh obviously with Keenan going down, there's there's those are big shoes to fill. I mean, he's been here two three years and he's always produced. He's physical, strong and fast. So. I'd say one person that stands out to me is Tyler Batty, very, very vocal leader, and he's, he's someone that's always harping on us to be better, to be great, and, and do, do what we can. And there's there's no mixing it up, just do what we do at a higher level. Also, Peyton coming through with that interception on Saturday was huge in, in a crucial time. So Peyton's always going to be there. And he's definitely taken on more of a role as Keenan's went down. But it's it's everyone stepping up. Everyone, As long as you're doing your 111th and, and making it happen on your side of the field, uh, it's it's going to work out no matter what. So those are the two people that I would highlight. Pelani, uh, you know, earlier with us, uh, mentioned the physicality. It was kind of a word that he, he brought up quite a bit. Uh, wants to see that this week. Uh, what is it going to take for you guys to – display that that physicality that was kind of the calling card in that uh you know first five weeks where you guys were undefeated absolutely uh there's there's no doubt about it saturday needed to be more stout right i'm not just going to sit here and and sugarcoat it that we did we did what we needed to do because we didn't and so being more stout this week it's a it's a mindset thing throwing your body out there and and being prepared and being confident a lot of times you just get nervous and and it's not something that that you haven't prepared for you're just not really Prepped right, so being more stout and being physical. Obviously, Kalani's going to want us to do that, and so it's Saturday we're going to make it happen against um, Washington State.
1: I have a question from Sean. This might uh, just be a, a way to rephrase that last last answer, Ben. That was a good answer there, because because my question was basically just that you you guys have this two game skid um that this BYU program hasn't seen in almost two years now since the end of the 2019 season well, what's kind of the morale of the team right now and it sounded like coach Kalani was um I don't know disappointed is fully the right word but we'll, we'll use that one for lack of a better word I, I mean are you kind of getting that from the coaches and and how disappointed I guess is this team in a losing streak that's become pretty rare the last little while
0: yeah Sean I I wouldn't say the team is is disappointed or down obviously we're frustrated because we know we can play better and so I'm grateful for Mondays right you after a loss like that there's always lessons to learn from you come back on Mondays you watch the film and I mean you can sit there and point fingers all the time at you know what position group may have done better but at the end of the day a loss is a loss and we could have been better and so you show up Monday watch the film see what you can do better and then and then it's on to Washington State so I love what Kalani said being physical is number one And then number two is just going out and playing our ball like we did the first five games. And if we do that, I have full faith that we're going to make it happen.
1: And thank you for taking some time with us today. I appreciate you being here.
0: Of course. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. Have a great day. Go Cougs.